Welcome back to Popcorn for Dinner, everybody. This is Jeff. And Kelly. This week, we are going to talk about a movie that I... It's it's technically been on my radar for a long time, but I've never really looked into it much more than like, oh, yeah, that exists. Mm-hmm. And then just flipping through <laughs> Netflix and seeing it, and all of a sudden, it just felt inspired at this point in time. Yeah. We're like, oh, everyone's yeah. talking about World War Three, and it's like, well, then there's really no better time to watch... Red Dawn. Red Dawn. 1984, Patrick Swayze, Charlie Sheen. Uh, Charlie Sheen's first movie. That was his first? Know, very first. All right. It's a different movie than I was expecting. Yep. The whole thing was nuts. Like yeah. the, the whole geopolitical part of the movie just, it didn't like fly over my head like I'm an idiot. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand how these things work. But it just, it was, this movie is so breakneck fast yeah everything escalates immediately and to like mm-hmm. the highest degree like just that opening like the, you, you fucking start the movie and it's just like an info dump it's yeah. just words on the screen you're not even getting like a story with characters and actors it's just like no this is the this is what the world is like yeah and it was literally like a huge wheat shortage in russia leads to Food revolts in Poland, which leads to fucking all this other shit. Countries yeah. start bombing each other. The United States stands alone. And it was like, holy shit, that fucking escalated so rapidly. And we <laughs> haven't seen any of the movie yet. Yeah. And it's just like, this is the world that you need to live in for this movie to make sense. Here you go. Like, holy shit. Okay. Okay. And then you you get into the fucking movie. You're introduced to Swayze and Sheen, Jed, Jed and Maddie, mm-hmm. um, who you find out eventually. I mean, maybe you caught it right away, but you find mm-hmm. out eventually are brothers. Yeah. I had no idea what their relation was to each other. Nope. I was no like, clue. dad, brother, yeah, uncle, something. I, I, yeah. Like, I, I, it's they seemed related, but at the same time, I wasn't sure Family in friend. what way. Yeah. Really. <laughs> Um, and then eventually find out that they're brothers. So it's like, okay, so Swayze's the older brother who's out of school already. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheen is the younger brother who's in school. I-, I wrote down later in my notes about the movie that, like, you don't know anything about these people pre-invasion mm-hmm. because the movie just fucking gets going. Yeah. It's literally like they he drops Maddie off at school. Yep. He's sitting in a classroom, and the teacher's giving a very uh, thematically relevant to the movie. Mm-hmm. While something's yeah, about to happen. he was talking about the, like, Huns or something and yeah. how they would fight. Yeah, how they would, like, invade somewhere or whatever. And then mm-hmm. in the background, all these parachuters start coming down, which was chilling. Yeah. That really, like, I was I was not expecting the movie to, like, hit me in, like, scary ways. Like, that it was going to be legit scary. I was expecting camp. I came into this movie <laughs> expecting camp. And I, <laughs> that, that there might There wasn't be, a lot of it. That might be the, like, craziest way to go in. To watching the movie is expecting <laughs> not what you're gonna get because I this is the holy shit movie mm-hmm. that like that we've done so far like the biggest one where it's like I, I wrote holy shit in my notes so many times because I was like I was not fucking expecting this yeah there there's a couple oh my god yeah. in my notes oh my gods and holy shits and what the fucks and mm-hmm. <laughs> all over the place in oh, this yeah. movie because it starts and the fucking kids are in class and there's parachuters outside and you see them like they're fucking getting guns ready and all this like it's a it's an invasion force mm-hmm. and the teacher goes out to talk to them and he just gets blasted yeah machine gun blasted and i was like holy fucking shit this movie is whoa when he first sees the paratroopers coming down uh-huh. like you know the state of the world right now how is everyone so calm with all of this happening? I mean, like, it there's didn't no, seem... I guess, like, we live in a different world. 
these days. So if that were to happen near a high school now, like they would yeah. probably be like, all right, go into like active shooter drill sort oh, of yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, my guess it would just be that like, I mean, at least at first, it's not like it's super readily apparent who or what these parachuters are. Yeah, you know I guess. I mean? so they, it's like if they it's, were in just like plain black suits or, or like or, camo or, or something yeah. i forget what they were wearing but yeah it, 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 they weren't like wearing like red soviet jumpsuits mm-hmm. there wasn't <laughs> like a, like a flag easily visible exactly so i'm sure he was just like what the fuck is this all about and mm-hmm. blam he just gets blasted and then it just goes to fucking chaos mm-hmm. why are they blasting a school like that's yeah. not i mean obviously invading whatever bad guys yeah, you know, but at the same time, it's like if if you're planning on invading and like whatever your plan that, is, that seems like instant war crime right there. Exactly, you're. But immediately they did say at the beginning that like NATO was dissolved or whatever. So there's no one some, there to yeah. try them for the war crimes. Okay. Ex- I mean, I guess that is just especially horrifying. Yeah. To think about it that way, but yeah, it seemed they were just nasty, and I was expecting like okay, and then they're gonna get some big action movie comeback, fucking mm-hmm. murder spree, that you you don't really get by the end of the movie no. um it there, it's also there's some spurts yeah i mean there there are some some great although somewhat icky feeling uh, <laughs> moments throughout the movie of like the good guys winning little bits over mm-hmm. the bad guys um but overall i mean the movie itself from that point on it's literally it's like the invaders come uh patrick swayze drives his truck back yeah basically picks up as many kids as he can yeah, and they, they were like, just telling everyone to jump in. Yeah, just jump in the bed of the van or the truck, and uh, and we're gonna head off to the mountains. And from then on, it's just like sort of episodic war movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a war movie. Yeah. I was really not expecting that. They go with, and gear up. Yeah, and, and like then, just the tables turning, where it's like, okay, so the Americans, it's their land, so they're the guerrilla faction that's like mm-hmm. fighting back against the forces that are coming in. Mm-hmm. It's such a sort of fantastical story in that way where it's like mm-hmm. they kind of try to find ways to make it plausible. Obviously, all that crazy shit happening yeah. before the movie even starts to like sort of get you in the place where this could maybe happen. Yeah. But it still just seems so crazy of just like someone just fucking lands troops in Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> and like takes over a town and shit. Like, wait, what? And then later when you find out they've like taken the whole middle of the country. Yeah. And I had no clue that was going on, which I guess is sort of supposed to be like their point of view. Like we're sitting here, we're fucking fighting. We don't know what's happening. Yeah. And then you learn later. But I, I didn't think the invasion was that big. Yeah. I thought, honestly, what I thought this movie was going to be was like troops come down, take hold of this Colorado town. Mm-hmm. And then these kids who were chased out of town forge a comeback take their town back and save the country i thought that was what the movie was going to be where it's like there's 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 just a very small specific set of bad guys yeah a small specific set of good guys fighting against each other good guys will win day is saved Mm -hmm. and that is not what you get that is not when you watch this movie all what you get it's so bleak and brutal there were moments in this movie that were more brutal than like some other like you know more factual war mm-hmm. movies were you know or it's just like oh my god so there's that there there's the there's the group of kids and they all have names i don't remember most of them yeah um but there's danny who was like a little whiny crybaby at the beginning mm-hmm. and as whole movie i was expecting him to die uh and then i was like he's gonna get himself killed like an idiot maybe get someone killed with him and then everyone will be mad and then there's maddie who's charlie sheen and then there's that kid robert 
whose dad helps them like right when they're leaving town. He's like, here, take these guns Mm -hmm. and get out of town and I'll find you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, oh my God. And then when they come back to town and they find out that everything has been like taken over and a guy tells them like, yeah, they killed your dad because his guns were missing. And the kid has like that fucking breakdown Mm -hmm. in the house about how like we killed him. I got my dad killed. Oh my God, he's freaking out. And I was like, I was expecting to be having fun by this point in the movie. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing. It's not even like I'm saying like, oh, man, I had such a terrible time because it wound up being a really intriguing sort of thing. And I I really got into it. But I just could not help this overwhelming dread feeling the whole time that I was like, (laughs) I guess that's what they're going for. But I was not sitting down ready for that. Because that kid goes like off the deep end by the end of the movie. He shoots the other kid. Yeah. Um, which is something that didn't quite make a whole lot of sense. I mean, it made sense, but at the same time, I felt like I might have missed something. But we'll we'll get to that. Yeah. Okay. So when they go back to town, like they mm-hmm. they go to the couple's house and get food and stuff, and, and the girls and that they were hiding <laughs> under the floorboards. Yes, under the floorboards. <laughs> um, they go and they they like get into town. Mm-hmm. And they're like standing right outside the concentration camp, essentially. Oh, the, right, the right, re-education right. Yes. facility or whatever. Uh huh. The Russians are looking for them. Uh huh. How are they standing like right outside that camp oh. for so long? Yeah, talking to their dad. Yeah, I, I like, wrote that the dad's speech takes forever, and they would have been caught. Yeah, <laughs> like, he really needed to finish his thoughts quicker. Yeah, like and and he knows especially. Yeah, like what's gonna happen if they're caught? Hurry it up, old man! Like I get it. <laughs> this really sucks. You're probably gonna die, but they need to try and live. So. The movie just kind of gets you through the paces of of that kind of stuff. Like, a, like it, it really is like a runaway freight train of a movie with how fast things happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because it, it kept throwing me loops every time I thought I had a bead on where it was going. Because mm-hmm. like I said, when I came in, I thought it was just like, so they take over a town, kids come back and fight it. Yeah. And then, like, they do, I think it's like a month. They do like a month jump. They like run mm-hmm. off into the woods and then from September, then it's October, or it was October and now it's November, whatever. No, I think it, is. it started in September. Yeah, and then it jumps like a whole month. They've been living out in the woods and killing deer and eating blood, and uh, <laughs> that was that was real gross. I thought they were fucking with him with Me that. Me too. That's what I was expecting. I was like, they're they're brothers. They're fucking with him. They're telling him to drink the deer mm-hmm. blood because it'll like make him a man. Mm-hmm. And then once he drinks it, they're gonna make fun of him. But then they took it super serious after he did. They're like, yeah. now that deer's a part of you. It's like, you're changed now forever. And it was just like, oh, I thought this was a joke. Again, yeah. the tone of the movie working against me. Like, I I, I was expecting jokes, mm-hmm. and I did not get them. No. <laughs> so everything kind of kind of twisted. Like, oh, oh okay. But the, they, they go into the town. They go to that woman. They talk to her. Uh, and sort of like what you're talking about with the whole, like, they totally should be getting caught. But the movie's mm-hmm. just like, no, they're just not. Because she's like, I shouldn't be talking to you about this. But I'm going to tell you something I shouldn't tell you. And then yeah. she just goes and tells it to them anyway. And there seems to be no repercussions. You despite never see her be- again. Despite there being a guard. Yeah, standing like, above them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she said, like, they got everybody in, in the re-education camps. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so that's where this movie is going to be. They're going to have to find the re-education camps, mm-hmm. like, infiltrate it somehow, do something like this. And literally in the next edit, they're at the camps mm-hmm. already. And I was like, oh, holy shit. 
oh, okay, never mind. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> and they go there, they talk to the dad, and then they leave. And it's like, wait, okay. Wait, what? Yeah, so like, so where are we going with this? And it, it really just evolves into, like, these guys become this, like, gorilla force, the mm-hmm. Wolverines, mm-hmm. fighting back, ambushing, you know, trucks and people and yeah. and planting bombs in places. That was so fucking crazy. They kept having that girl, Tony, mm-hmm. like, drop bombs and stuff. Yeah. Um, that was awesome. That that was great. I loved that. Like, it, it I guess it works. Like, uh, that's a shitty way to put it because it totally works. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she walks into a place with a bomb and, like, a handbag, drops the handbag somewhere leaves and the bomb goes off or it was in the basket of her bike i yeah, like that they, one <laughs> they took they took the stuff from her and put it in their tank and then it explodes in their tank like mm-hmm. oh she yeah but no sorry what i mean is like it works because like the movie does a pretty good job of like showing these kids kind of turning hard mm-hmm. you know and like beyond their years kind of thing it's like they look like kids mm-hmm. but they're doing these terrible things like because they have to to survive and the, the obvious comparisons to yeah you know people in other countries that americans have come into and you know gotten fought back against by literal kids mm-hmm. and things like that sort of feelings like that's their home they're going to defend it so seeing americans do it like uh, I, I i can't even <laughs> It really it, it, it fucks with you yeah. a little bit. It just it fucks with your perception of things because you're sitting there and you're just like, like yeah, absolutely, totally, yeah. This is what they should be doing. And then you think about it like, oh yeah, and all the all the people that America fights in in the wars overseas when they're doing it, I guess I guess they're kind of right too. Like not yeah. that I didn't know that sort of thing beforehand, yeah. but when you're really watching it with that flip perspective, you're kind of. Mm-hmm feeling it especially with like when the kids die yeah and they get you know murdered in the fucking war and stuff and you're mm-hmm. just like oh my god this and they're wearing like puffy jackets and you know they're just mm-hmm. dressed like american kids most of the time they don't really turn into like soldiers wearing mm-hmm. you know they do camo they, they have weird snow suits later it, i don't know I, where those came from those honestly they looked like um like what you would wear if you were like painting a room <laughs> yeah i guess like yeah the big white just... suit with the yeah yeah with the hood yeah but i was just like how are they getting supplies they, whatever they're ambushing trucks yeah i guess I, yeah i guess it is it's probably like the russians and the cubans and stuff yeah um which also confused the fuck out of me like russia and cuba yeah like oh well i, I mean, mean i guess yes crisis blah 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 that kind yeah of, i'm sure that's sort of the angle they're coming from yeah i just i was like that's okay so I read that at the time this movie came out, for one, it was the first movie rated PG-13. Oh. Interesting and also almost a little shocking. Yeah. With I how much it. violence there is in it because it was also considered like the most violent movie that had come out like, I, at that time. I guess because there's like no nudity or swearing. I guess. Or drug use or alcohol Yeah, and use? I mean, no one like gets their like head blown off or mm-hmm. anything, but it's still just like constant like, ambush murders mm-hmm. uh and just lots of gunfire and tons of gunfire some arrows some arrows <laughs> yeah they hit that one dude with the fucking arrow but yeah there was there was something interesting about watching a, a movie that's about a fictional war you know because mm-hmm. it's like every movie no matter how fictional i mean because you know pretty much every movie about any war mm-hmm. is fictional even if it's based on a true story it's very very fictional yeah 
But in this case, the entire thing is fictional. The conflict itself, the people involved, mm -hmm. uh, all of it is fictional. So to sort of watch it from that sense, I was like, I don't think I've ever seen that before. Any movie that involves a war involves a, like a real conflict that's that's happened. So watching it was just like a really surreal experience. You almost felt like this should have been a true story of like mm -hmm. a ragtag group of people or whatever fighting back against an oppressive like regime coming in. Yeah. Did it bother you at all that the one girl seemed to be like hitting on the colonel? Oh, I read about that. There was a sex scene between them that got cut. Oh. Yeah. How old was she? I don't know. I don't really know how, any, how old any of the kids were. I, I will tell you this. I did not expect the like, I did not expect Danny to make it. Mm -mm. Like for him to be the final one who, who made it. I thought he, yeah, I thought he was going to be the first. He, oh, really? Absolutely. There were actually a couple of scenes, like, like that tank sequence mm -hmm. when he starts like trying to run towards mm -hmm. the colonel, right? Because he's like doing something dangerous and he's like, Colonel Wade or something like that. And everyone's mm -hmm. trying to like drag him down. Mm -hmm. I was just totally expecting him to die there and then he didn't. And then him and that girl who is in love with the colonel, mm -hmm. they are the ones who make it out at the end because everyone else has been killed. And Jed and Maddie make like a suicide run at the town to like to cause a distraction. Yeah, just so do they as can much damage out. as they can so that they can get out. Mm -hmm. I think what what just sort of bothered me about the movie, like you know, it's only an hour and fifty minutes or so, so it's not mm -hmm. like it's some sort of like overly long, crazy big slog. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like there being no real plot, kind of yeah. made it drag. The fact that they were never really doing anything, like yeah. they were defending themselves or they were taking out a tank or something, you know, it's like mm -hmm. no nothing seemed to have a, a higher overall goal to it. Yeah, they were just living. Yeah. And it really just like, I was like, why aren't they getting out? Yeah. Like at the end, they just send Danny and the other girl like go and leave. And it's like, yeah, OK, so they did do a distraction to like help them. Mm -hmm. But it's like, why was that not the plan ages ago? Yeah, like, like once you learn that there's the free land. Like, yeah, like once once you go back into town and everyone tells you like everything's taken up here, anyone that you're looking for is probably dead. Mm -hmm. You should leave. Like I get the whole like wanting to defend your land kind of yeah, storyline. Try and save the town. Yeah, but once the fucking colonel shows up and he's like, by the way, they have everything mm -hmm. from fucking like west coast to east coast. Everything yeah. in between has fallen essentially. It's like, at that point, get out. Yeah. Unless you have something really super specific that you're, like, doing. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. oh, but we can't leave because we have to do this. Yeah. And like it's we like. We have this plan to. Exactly. To try to foil everything. But they really mm -hmm. didn't have any sort of plan for anything. No. And it's like, was the whole thing simply because their dad screamed, avenge me God. at them? That pissed me off. I was, like, so caught. Yeah. So caught. Immediately caught. If not caught, then sniped. What are you doing? You just killed your sons. Uh -huh. <laughs> Why are you screaming at them? Yeah. What is wrong with you? Oh, that was silly. But yeah, that seemed like the only like thing was like, mm -hmm. well, dad told us to try to fight against him. So that's yeah. what we're going to do until we're dead. Yep. It's like, okay, that's great. I mean, I, I think that's sort of where the movie kind of where, where never knowing the characters before the invasion kind of hurts it. Yeah. Because it's like, you don't really, you know, other than the little bit of speech that the dad gives to them, mm -hmm. you don't know anything about them, their family, their family dynamic, 
whatever you know that yeah. their mom got killed by the soldiers but again it's like well that's it they're sad about it but mm-hmm. you don't know anything about her their relationship with her any anything they believe in you, know, you don't know, yeah. really know anything about these characters other um, than they play football and go camping in the mountains yeah and then you know they're pretty handy with a gun yeah um so it's like which it seems like everybody in colorado is apparently I at mean, least in that town i think that's like sort of the point it was like the super american small town like when i saw the establishing shots of the town and I was like, this town is American as fuck. This is super American. This is like Norman Rockwell painting American, like America, Bruce Springsteen song, America. So it's like, I get that. But not having a plot and not really knowing the characters makes it kind of hard to give a shit by the end. Yeah. <laughs> They're sitting there dying in that park at the end, which is like, mm-hmm. I get the callback because their dad told the story about pushing them on the swings mm-hmm. and now they die by these swings. So it's like, hey, whatever. Like I get that, mm-hmm. but it's like, okay, so they ambushed them, killed a few people. Ultimately, I'm assuming didn't do much for the actual effort. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not like whatever little damage they did in this town ended the war. Mm-hmm. They just sort of like stood their ground and, and died for it. Yeah. And it was like, I mean, I guess there's like an inherent like honor in that. Mm-hmm. Um. But it doesn't necessarily make you like a hero (laughs) or like at least not a hero that you watch a movie about. Yeah. Um, To that town. Sure. Absolutely. I mean, I think that's sort of why, like I I mentioned, like it was kind of like watching. It almost felt like you were watching a true story Mm -hmm. of a war that actually happened because of the fact that there was like no plot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like, yeah, you know, people in those situations, even if running to safety is the right thing, they just feel that sense to like defend their land they just don't ever really say that mm-hmm. you don't ever really hear that from them you don't you don't ever really see their like pride or their you know mm-hmm. their, their like determination whatever above above that really scary sequence after all those citizens get massacred like that the sequence alone is horrifying yeah where they uh, just machine gun all the people down because mm-hmm. that dude started singing yeah. Uh, uh, what which, which song was uh, it? It wasn't the national anthem. It was no. It was. Is it America the Beautiful? Yeah. The Oh Beautiful for spacious skies for mm-hmm. amber waves of grain. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. For one, that dude started that song way too high. He started that on <laughs> such a high note that people could not keep. Like it. It turned mm-hmm. into horrible. Like oh. caterwauling at the end of it. Yeah. Because was... nobody could get up to the higher notes later because he started it like. Oh, beautiful. Like, oh, you got nowhere to go, man. Yeah. <laughs> you can't go higher. Uh, and then they just murdered them all. Mm-hmm. And that was horrifying. But then they go back and, you know, their dad was in that group. Mm-hmm. They go back to the camp. Everyone's just like, oh, my fucking God. You know, and they're crying and, you know, they're just destroyed. And then Patrick Swayze starts that horrifying mantra. I hate that. What? That whole macho shit. The the well, I mean, I get it. To the point where it's like if they think like they're gonna be coming in and killing them too, or they're gonna find them soon and kill them, that you mm-hmm. need the like drive to fight back. Yeah. And whatever. But at the same time, that mantra is horrifying. The like let it turn to something else. Mm-hmm. Like let your like sadness and tears and grief hold it back until it morphs into like terrifying homicidal rage. Yeah. And essentially it's, <laughs> it's like i total in, in times of war i can understand how that would be a very effective tactic <laughs> so i do not hold it against them for it yes it just like watching it removed from it 
You know what I mean? Like not mm-hmm. being in that the scenario those characters are in mm-hmm. and just watching it is like they're just turning themselves into monsters. And it's really scary. Yeah. And maybe that was the point. But at the same time, with the like heroic Mighty Ducks music playing <laughs> over the like smoking charred corpses of <laughs> of the commies that they mow down with their machine guns. At certain yeah. points, it feels like the movie's like, yeah, isn't this great? Yeah. And I'm like, like look at these kids go. Yeah. look, at, And it's just like, oh, God, movie. I don't know if we're on the same yeah. wavelength <laughs> on this kind of stuff. Because it's like what you're doing is really effective mm-hmm. in scaring me. But I think what you're trying to do is like inspire me, and that's kind of scaring me even more. <laughs> you know, it's, it's I don't know. I did read some stories like that. People who made the movie were like that they were more like anti-war, like it, like they weren't showing it to be a heroic great thing because everyone's fucking dead at the end, pretty much. Yeah. You know, it's like it's not like it ends with some sort of heroic mm-hmm. rescue of everything, which is kind of the movie I was expecting to get. So yeah, okay, jokes on me. Even so, I also read stories that the director like walked around set with a loaded gun on him. What? Like I'm assuming just like I what? I have the ability to do this and I own it and it's my right and whatever, so I will. And it's just like that kind of mentality. I mean, yeah, okay, they got weapons everywhere. Yeah. And they gotta shoot him all the time and whatever. So it's like it's not like it's like, what are you doing, sir? This is absurd mm-hmm. on a war movie set having a gun. <laughs> but it it does just sort of raise into question like how much of this did you think was really fucking cool? Trying to show you the horrors of war mm-hmm. while also showing you how cool they can look. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like mm. Yeah, sitting on the rock eating an orange. And <laughs> then you get shot and your puffy jacket explodes. Well, those, that explodes, but those puffy jackets are like uh, uh, a special effects team's wet dream. Like, <laughs> oh my god, you put a squib in that, and it fires feathers out. It looks so cool. The oh, director yeah. thinks you're the best oh, <laughs> immediately. Yeah. They're like, that was the best effect I've ever seen, and it's like it's like ninety percent the coat that does the work of firing it. <laughs> she was uh, she was pretty much dressed kind of like how she dresses in uh, Ferris Bueller. Pretty much the same look, just a few years younger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, also something I read. Apparently, Patrick Swayze was not the first choice for Jed. You oh. know who was the first choice for Jed? Who? Emilio Estevez. Oh. So actual brothers playing brothers. That would have been amazing. Have I'm been really sad that that didn't happen. But I also don't know if he would have had the believability of being. That big you know macho what I mean? man. <clears throat> exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, not that there's anything wrong with Emilio Estevez, yeah. <laughs> but he, he wouldn't strike me as the kind of guy who would, like own a loaded handgun in his truck mm-hmm. which was weird did you catch that at the beginning of the movie they're driving and he's yeah. jed tells maddie like oh there's a gun in the in the mm-hmm. glove compartment grab it and he pulls it out and he's like load it and he goes to load it and he's like it's already loaded and i was like what yeah. the fuck is that about because it's like just knowing like screenwriting 101 mm-hmm. i can only assume that is in there for a reason like yeah. it, like if it was like load my gun oh it's already loaded oh shit i forgot okay never mind you wouldn't have that in a movie you would cut yeah. that out you'd just be like it's just loaded because it needs to be loaded mm-hmm. so in this sense like they wanted the audience to know that it was already loaded and it was like what was it what was that supposed to mean and it's so you know he's already a little bit crazy maybe <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, it stuck out to me a little bit. Like, well, what's, where's that going? Mm-hmm. And then eventually it didn't really yeah. go anywhere. <laughs> um, but honestly, I would say probably my most interesting character in the movie had to have been Robert. Like that was, yeah. that was a wild ride that that character goes on. And it mm-hmm. almost makes me feel like I would have been more interested if, if it was his story <laughs> only, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the brothers are fine mm-hmm. and whatever, but like the idea of this kid who just like, 
gets swept up in something, you know, dragged out into the woods to hide from the fucking military that's coming after him. Yeah. And then finds out that his family is dead, killed because of something he did. Even yeah. if it's not like his fault, something he did eventually caused the death of his dad. Yeah. And he just loses it and just like goes numb. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, let's fucking murder everybody. Yeah. And then when that other kid, okay, yeah, here's here's the thing that, so the Spetsnaz, they show up. <laughs> yes. Because they got some like tracker thing and they're following it to the camp of the Wolverines and they find them. Mm-hmm. So then the Wolverines, after they murder them, <laughs> they're just like, what the fuck is this machine thing? And what is it like beeping at? Yeah. It's like it must be following some kind of tracker. It tracks them over to I think his name was Daryl. Yeah. One of the kids. Mm-hmm. And he's standing there and he's like almost in tears already and everything. And they're like, Daryl, what the fuck is going on? And he's like, they made me swallow it. So it's like, I get what's going on. Mm-hmm. They made him swallow a tracker so that it's in his body so and they can track him and he can't just get rid of it or anything. Yeah. Um, they have a certain time frame. Yeah. When did that happen? I Because he, he says that they like took him. And they made him do that, and then he came back, and it was like, when was he gone? I don't understand yeah. how that sequence. I, like, I, I, mean, I felt like I missed something. They did do a couple. I know I they mean, like went into town and they like freed the camp people, but then no one joined their ranks. Yeah, you know what I mean. They never gained any guerrilla soldiers in their guerrilla army. It was Which just those shame. kids. Like that would have made sense if they like gathered a force and like mm-hmm. made a stand and whatever. But it it just it, instead of their forces getting bigger, they just kept dwindling and yeah. dwindling <laughs> until the end of the movie. It's literally just fucking Patrick Swayze and Charlie Sheen, and like I guess we'll do it. Mm-hmm. And they don't like they cause some ruckus, but they get killed. Yeah. Um. Because they didn't hide very well. Yeah. And it just seemed so fucking weird to me that like. Wait, so they came and they freed all these people and they like gave them guns and shit and we're like, let's fucking do this. Mm-hmm. And then in the next like sequences, it was like, where'd those people go? Yeah. They were just gone from the movie. And it's like, why aren't they in your army? Yeah. Why aren't they helping? Did they run away? Why aren't you running away with them? If you've like rescued all your townsfolk, yeah. escape with them. Why are you making a horror, like a suicidal last stand against this town that's full of people who no longer are the people you're <laughs> looking for? I, it, it, it boggled yeah. my mind. I didn't know what was happening anymore. <laughs> towards the end, like there is a note I wrote right towards the end. I was just like, what the actual fuck just happened? Like, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what's going on. Like, I obviously I know like an explosion. They fired a rocket launcher and it killed the Russian guy. Mm-hmm. And the colonel is shooting at the brothers and he shoots them and blah, 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 whatever the fuck. Uh, but I just didn't know why any of it was happening. Because uh, they, they started shit. No, I, I, I just di- mean, well, I get, okay, but here's the, the thing. They cause so a distraction. Can, can't escape. They cause a distraction so that two people can leave, Danny and the girl. Yeah. Where's everyone else? If they escaped earlier, why do they need a distraction to escape these two people if a whole group of people can escape? <laughs> I guess because those other two people are also being sought. Yeah, but they could have just left with the other people when they left. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's more people in town, like the people that didn't that live get... in town yeah. still and whatever. I mean, but then they just go in and they start blowing shit up. They might be killing them. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> it seemed really poorly thought out, I guess. Yeah. And it it just, I, I mean, was, I couldn't believe. Kids. Patrick Swayze was like a man. This is true. He had a loaded handgun. <laughs> yeah, like he's he was a man. He was a man who knew better. 
it it just it really seemed odd to me that it was like it it felt like the movie just really wanted them to make this heroic last stand, even though there was really no reason for them to. It's like just leave, yeah, yeah just, just go. go, just go. You go, survived this long, and you've saved like countless people. Mm-hmm. Take it as a win and leave. Seriously, and it's like, what is it? Because your mom and dad are dead. That you're like, well, I guess there's nothing left to live for. Like, just live the rest of your lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If it was like a mom and dad whose kids died, then yeah. I could see that of like, yeah. well, fucking let's just go out and whatever. Like, that yeah. would be a cool story. But in this case, it's like, go, leave, live the rest of your lives, you idiots. Yeah. Instead of going in just to surely get murdered. Mm-hmm. It felt silly. Yeah. Yeah. And that fucking colonel, Colonel Bella, the Cuban colonel guy, mm-hmm. um, right before they start blowing shit up at the end. He's writing a letter back home mm-hmm. to his wife. And for one, I was like, what? why do we give a fuck about this guy's wife? Yeah. We barely have any scenes with him. The bad guys and the good guys don't even meet in this movie. Except for right at the very, 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 very end. Mm-hmm. Like the last scene before the last shot of the movie. <laughs> um, and it just seems silly. But it's like, why do we give a fuck about this guy writing a letter back to his wife? I know I certainly don't. Yep. And in the midst of it, he's talking about how he's kind of like regretting it. Mm-hmm. And he says that he's going to resign. I'm like, can you just resign from war? <laughs> <laughs> I guess he can resign from his position. Right. But and leave the war. That's that's what seems crazy to me is that like the higher up you are in importance in a war is when you can just bolt on the war. Mm-hmm. Like if you're just a foot soldier in the middle of nowhere and you're like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do this anymore. It's like fucking deserter. Yeah. But apparently a colonel who's gotten himself in all of this shit and like used all these men and killed all these people can just be like, you know what? Actually, I'm out. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? You could just resign? Weird. Yeah. Maybe the Cuban being works different. I guess. I mean, everything seemed to work a little bit weird because when they killed those soldiers, those like first three soldiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the Wolverines killed the first like three Soviets or whatever that they did, mm-hmm. um, the next sequence, which is when when they kill all those people, including their dad, but mm-hmm. they're making the like prisoners dig the graves for the three soldiers to put them in, and yeah. I was like, they don't send their dead home. Yeah, Dude, that's not, I was. Is it, that like a? Is that a power move? Yeah, power like, move. We live like, here now, bitch. Yeah, they are home. This, yeah, <laughs> I guess. They didn't really make it apparent, though, and it just seemed weird to me because I was like, that's, that's how it always feels to me. It's like, yeah, you yeah. send you send them back home. Yeah. Uh, but I guess I guess that would they be what it is. They don't do the whole flags on caskets thing. Yeah. Um, but that that seemed a little odd to me, too. But again, it's it's World War Three in a fictional 1989. Like, yeah. <laughs> I guess shit's changed, whatever. And I guess that is kind of the point of, like, we fucking live here now. Yeah. Also, did you uh, at the end of the movie <clears throat> when they're starting their like suicide run, mm-hmm. Maddie and Jed do this like super intricate secret handshake with each other? Mm-hmm. And I was like, why have we never seen that before in this yeah. movie? That would mean so much more yeah. if we've seen this like once before. Yeah. Like, why would you introduce that in the last scene? There, there were so many chances. Like, yeah. he, he dropped him off for school. Like, boom, handshake. Handshake. They kill their first commie. Boom. Handshake. Yeah. Like, come on. There was, it was weird. I was like, yeah. why would you introduce that now? You're a little <clears> late. <throat> um, roll it back just a little bit to when. Yeah, we're jumping all over the fucking place. There's yeah. no, it, it's so hard to keep track on this movie of like going yeah. right down the line. Because again, there's no plot. There's no like, yeah. oh, and then this leads to this, which then makes this happen. It's mm-hmm. just like, fuck it. Helicopters mm-hmm. and shit. 
So what eventually leads to their suicide slash escape plan is the whole scene with them on the rocks where they, you know, they're going to shoot the the truck driver or whatever. You know, they're going to launch a, an RPG oh, at it. Right, right. And then the crates fall off or the boxes fall off uh-huh. and they wait, you know, they or they they hold off. Um, well, they send Tony. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, oh, right. They wait. They don't shoot. They yeah. let him go because the crates drop. Right. Yeah. Right, right. They get the food and they're on the rocks, hanging out, eating whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they get ambushed. Right. So Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which was fun seeing them in a movie pre pre Dirty Dancing. Yeah, definitely. Definitely pre Dirty Dancing. <laughs> she's way young in this yeah like, considering yeah so they get separated somehow and she's dying she knows she's dying right she asks jeb to shoot her in the head right why would you put that burden on someone <laughs> like i mean do if it you don't yourself I don't know. Maybe like, what if you can't? I don't know. I mean, as much as he can't, maybe she couldn't. I don't know. I didn't I see mean, a necessary problem with that, considering all the people they've murdered. Yeah, but <laughs> that's like that's that's war murder. That's not friend- sometimes. <laughs> well, sometimes it's war murder. Sometimes it's that guy standing out in the middle of nowhere with the kid mm-hmm. Daryl, and he's like hands are tied to a log, and they just shoot him. Yeah. Where it's like that's also definitely a war crime. Yeah. <laughs> just like having a prisoner and being like, eh. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, I mean, I don't necessarily have a problem with her asking for it. Um. What weirded me out was the idea of being like, okay, fine, just give me a grenade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, that's so much more horrifying yeah. than pulling like, a trigger. Is holding a grenade <laughs> and just like waiting to die. Yeah. And and letting it like drop and kill whoever's coming near you. I thought she was gonna like do it on purpose. Yeah, me too. Um, but it seemed like she was dead before they got to her, and then when they picked her up, it like triggered it like she let it go and it triggered. It was under her. <clears throat> Maybe it, she laid on it in yeah. a way so that the pin didn't come out. Well, no, the pin would have had to be pulled. There's it's sorry, the not handle. the pin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the lever, whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. Like she must have been laying on it in a way so that when so she that got it, picked it up, held that down. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. That seems like such a risky move. Like, I know you're about to die anyways, but if you want to, like, save that grenade to hopefully murder some commies, <laughs> then... I thought, it, yeah, it just seemed like kind of a waste of a grenade. Yeah. It's like, you're just going to die anyway, and there's mm-hmm. a possibility that there won't even be any commies around when it blows up, so this is just a waste. Yeah. <laughs> And and not just that, but it also just felt like she so she's dying mm-hmm. and he pulls the pen out and he hands it to her mm-hmm. and they still have like several more words to each other before he walks away. And I'd be like, I would be getting the fuck out of there. She is dying. Yeah, she is going like, to like <laughs> you can't count on rigor mortis to keep her hand on the thing. Yeah, she very well could die and drop it. And then it's like, oh, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're too close. Like as soon as she gets it should be the moment of like <laughs> and see you later. Yeah. Or see you never. Yeah. <laughs> Ciao. <clears throat> but I mean, I did notice that after that moment when they're writing their names on the rock, like they're writing the names of the dead mm-hmm. on the rock that Jed writes his and Maddie's names on there. Mm-hmm. So it was obvious that it was their plan from earlier. Like they, they were set. Yeah. I just still don't understand why it really didn't. Like if, if, if they wanted a specific revenge on someone 
or something, but it was just such a such a vague, you know, like it's like his dad, like their dad says, they're like, mm-hmm. avenge me. Like, in what way? How exactly do you want yeah. them to avenge you? And that it just seems like a very poorly worded way to put it so that they wind up doing something stupid later. It's like, well, this is kind of like avenging dad, just running in and killing as many as they can before they kill us. Like if he had just said like, live for me, maybe they would have turned around and been like, you know what? Maybe we should just leave and live for dad. (laughs) But since he specifically wanted vengeance, he got his kids killed. I guess vengeance it is. Yeah. (laughs) I don't remember at what point it was. Someone said something about like why they were fighting or whatever. Mm. And Jed's answer was, because we live here. I mean, like, I guess that's like the theme of the whole movie is like they're defending their <laughs> land. Super American of like defend your land and mm-hmm. whatever against all odds, even if it winds up, you know, getting you and your brother killed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, I mean, I guess it's it does have a bit of an anti-war thing of like, you know, it's like, what was that good for? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you wind up dead and then there's a there's a memorial on a rock at the end. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's that's what came of it. Yeah. There's a plaque now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was, it was so much bleaker than I was expecting. Yeah. As a movie, especially because like those opening credits of just like flying over the clouds Mm -hmm. with like, like super patriotic (laughs) music going on. It was like, all right. And then fucking like two minutes in, a dude gets machine gunned. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, here, here we go. <laughs> and it really, it does not let up and it just keeps getting worse. Yeah. It, and not, I mean, worse in the, in the sense of like terrible things happening. Not necessarily bad movie. I don't think I would watch it again. I I don't think I need to watch it again. Yeah, like not not in a, like it was crap kind of way, mm-hmm. um, but just like it wasn't a particularly like enjoyable movie. <laughs> I guess that's a, that's a pretty like standard way to put it. Like, yeah, it just like it, like I said, you don't really know the characters and you don't really get a plot. It's just a lot of things happening. So once you know what's coming. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, you know, yeah, it's like it's, whatever. There's not a particularly like, oh, man, remember that fucking monologue by Who's It's or, <laughs> you know, this part. Like the moments when the movie slowed down a little bit and people talked to each other were, were my favorite parts. Yeah. Um, but it it still, there just wasn't enough to go back. It was like it was fun watching it and it was definitely an experience. Yeah. Um, But it doesn't jump to the top of any list for me. It's not like, oh, my God, <laughs> I have to show Red Dawn to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I get it's like place in history though. That, that mm-hmm. that's a that's a super fucking unique movie. Yeah, it is. Like I've definitely never seen anything like that before. Yeah. Um it's... and it's a shame that the only other time it like seemed to have happened was when they just remade this movie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it became uh North Korea was oh. the bad guy. Oh. Coming to do the invasion of Just North Korea? I think so, from what I read. Uh, I didn't see any other names in there. It seemed like it was just North Korea, but hmm. uh, I mean, I guess uh, obviously that movie could be good. I don't know. I didn't see it, but <laughs> it's just like I like that idea of like a a fictional war. Yeah. But keeping it like realistic and not like and there's lasers and there's yeah. aliens and there you <laughs> not know it's a, just, not a science fiction war exactly or like a future war of like mm-hmm. man versus robots like no 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 no, no. <laughs> just like an actual military conflict which mm-hmm. is weird because it's like you can't necessarily do that same thing anymore because that's just not how it works yeah. it's not how anyone does anything anymore yeah 
there's not so much of a ground assault as there is like we're just gonna bomb the fuck out of you yeah. and we'll show up later it's all drones and shit exactly so it, it, you really couldn't do it unless you set it in the 80s again or something like mm-hmm. that you know you'd have to set it backwards yeah, um go back to cold war era yeah i mean I, I i'm glad i watched it especially because i don't think i've watched any other movies with patrick swayze in it I think that was my first time like watching a full movie with Patrick Swayze. Really? So you've yeah. never seen Dirty Dancing either? No. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was fun to see him. And other than the apparent bad crying, <laughs> which I mean, it didn't jump out to me, but that means it's not there. Yeah, it was it was uh, very noticeable to me. Also, um, Charlie Sheen being a mouth breather. <laughs> he was just a little dick throughout the whole movie which included being a mouth breather yeah i, I didn't particularly <laughs> uh like him I, his performance was fine mm-hmm. and uh and that was obviously before he became charlie sheen yeah <laughs> <laughs> so there, there was a little bit of innocence there to him that you could mm-hmm. enjoy like oh yeah this is just a kid acting mm-hmm. just trying to do his best mm-hmm. and he did a pretty good job it's just that the character was kind of a little shithead <laughs> yeah the character sucked yeah Not- not Charlie Sheen for once. <laughs> um, but I mean, I I don't really think I have anything more in here. We never did uh, finish up on what happened with Robert and Daryl. Oh, God, that's right, man. That was weird. So, yeah, <laughs> such a weird place to fucking throw it in again later at the end. But yeah, so sorry, folks. <laughs> it's I guess I guess it, it does sort of lend itself to to my concept of like, I would have much preferred if the story stayed on Daryl or on Robert. Mm hmm. Because, you know, he gets all hard and, and numb to war and everything. Yeah. And they find that fucking, they find out that Daryl has the has the bug in his stomach. And they, like, drag the the, the Russian soldier they captured and Daryl out to, like, sort of the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And they, Patrick Swayze executes the Russian dude. Mm-hmm. And Daryl's standing there and he's like, oh, Jed, please, please don't kill me. Don't kill me. Oh, my God. And it's like, oh, this is heavy as shit. Mm-hmm. And then Patrick Swayze just breaks down crying. He can't do it. He just can't do it. And the whole time this is happening, Robert just, because it's all just one big wide shot. Yeah. And Robert is just like slowly like sidling his way up to where they are mm-hmm. and standing there. And he just kind of like looks over at Swayze and is like, oh, you're not going to do it? Okay. Brap! And just fucking shoots him. Yep. And kills someone who was apparently one of his friends. At That's what it seemed like. Like life. he was one of the guys who like first started out with them when they ran off into the woods, mm-hmm. you know, all those months ago and whatever. And he was just like, oh, no, he's got to die. I got it. Yeah. And just takes him out. And I was just like, holy shit. I wanted to sort of see where his story was going. And then he just gets gunned down by a helicopter. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, okay. Mm. (laughs) I'm going to do another remake of Red Dawn (laughs) and make it all about Robert. This time he lives. I mean, at least long enough to like learn something. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it really didn't, it just seemed like he like went, his dad died, he went numb, he killed everyone, he didn't care. And then a helicopter murdered him and he was yep. like, whatever. <laughs> like, that's war. Yeah. I mean, I get that's, that's the whole, that's the whole thing. <laughs> that's war. <laughs> Iris out, movie over. <laughs> Uh, I think that's going to do it for uh, Popcorn for Dinner this week. This is Jeff. And Kelly. Avenge me!